Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. On the program today, we'll be having another hard talk. What is going on right now in the nation of Nigeria, where I reside, is such that we must talk to each other heart to heart. Not just Nigerians, but every African, not just Africans, but every nation of the world must pay attention to what is going on in Nigeria. Nigeria is not just any other country. It is a country of 200 million inhabitants and counting. For comparison, South Africa is comprised of 60 million, less than a third of Nigeria. For comparison, Ghana is 32,370,000 or thereabouts, like a seventh of Nigeria. What it means is that instability in Nigeria is instability in the whole of Africa. A refugee crisis coming from Nigeria is the ruin of West Africa. Instability in Nigeria is a global seismic event. The world cannot survive it. It will be worse than anything the world has faced before if Nigeria implodes. Why? Are we talking this way on Voice of Change today? I think we need to take a look at the things that have been happening in Nigeria. On Tuesday, the 5th of July, 2022, at the Kujay Medium Correctional Facility Prison in Abuja, almost 1,000 inmates, according to the reports, were in the facility and when the attack took place, almost all of them initially escaped, but 443, we hear, have since been captured. But who has not been captured? 64 jailed terrorists escaped from the prison. Reports gather that more than 100 terrorists armed to the teeth attacked the facility for about two hours. Now, this is Abuja. <laughs> and we know that when it comes to Abuja, the surveillance is such that most things that go on in Abuja can be seen. Are you shocked? It is what it is. The infrastructure exists to monitor and surveil Abuja to that level. So for two hours, terrorists attacked the prison and 64 terrorists escaped. Clearly, the attack was to spring their colleagues. Prior to last Tuesday's attack on the 24th of June, 2016, there was another jailbreak at the same prison where two high-profile inmates who were both awaiting trial for homicide escaped from custody by scaling through the fence. I'm sure you're wondering, like, what? So why wasn't security heightened? Question, why were terrorists left in a medium security prison? It doesn't happen anywhere in the world. Maximum security prisons are meant for terrorists because terrorists are accounted as society's worst enemies and the greatest risk to the life of ordinary citizens. Why were they in a medium security prison? Stories just came back to me from Zaria of a young lady and an Okada took her. Maybe she said, I'm going to, let me use a Kaduna example, Uwarimi. 
and the Okada took her in another direction and took her to somewhere where she did not even know where she was anymore. In one word, an Okada man kidnapped her. She had to pay, not the fare, but a ransom for him to take her to somewhere she could recognize and she could escape. She was kidnapped by an Okada man. The situation is escalating on a daily basis. Now we have these inmates at large, about almost 600, with 64 terrorists amongst them. It is impossible to get a Kaduna from Abuja. The railroad has been bombed. There are no flights between Abuja and Kaduna. Why? Because there are reports, though kept quiet, that the Kaduna airport was threatened. What is going on? It's only one situation when a country comes to this, when transportation lines are cut off between major cities. I don't need to say what it is. You can say what it is yourself. This is worrisome. But we'll be back after this message. Voice of Change, sponsored by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change Podcast today on iTunes and Spotify and don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Ola Jumoke Adenowo, and I'm more active on Instagram, at Jumoke Adenowo. We are having a hard talk today, are we not? And I want us to understand the fact that we are in a systemic failure. Let us be clear. It is what it is. Let's no longer pretend to ourselves. The system has failed. Nigeria is one of the top 15 oil-producing nations in the world with a current daily production of about 1.8 million barrels. And right now, there are queues all over the country because there's the fear that the oil price will be increased. Will it be increased? It will be increased. It will most likely be increased until Nigerians are paying the same pump price. The UK and the US who import our crude are paying right now. Why? Because we don't refine the crude that we produce. Why? Some people in the wisdom of maybe federal character or some twisted thinking decided though crude oil comes from the delta areas of Nigeria, Akwaibom State, River State, Bayelsa State, that they should pipe the crude all the way to a refinery in Kaduna State, exposing the pipeline all the way to sabotage, which is exactly what happens. And therefore our refineries don't work. All because we want to create some form of federal character Dear I see wisdom, common sense, does not seem to be the overriding priority when some decisions are taken. The cost of importing the refined products exceeds the petroleum exports by 43.56 billion in 2020. Basically, should I put it to you, it's like we plant cocoa, but the cost of importing chocolate for a nation that has an appetite for chocolate far outstrips the price of exporting raw cocoa. And it will always be that. The refined product will always cost more than the raw material. It is the way it is. Then who stopped us from refining our own raw material? What is going on? <laughs> There's so many things that can be done. We could have modular refineries. It doesn't have to be huge refineries. This is one of the solutions I put forward in my design of the eco-industrial pack for Bielsa State. Yes, I'm an architect. Never forget 
modular refineries, mini refineries. It does not make sense to see queues at filling stations in an oil producing country. We hear that over $26.5 billion has been spent on refineries, but still, they don't work. Are there people benefiting from the fact that we export the crude to refine it and import it back again? You bet! Soon it will become clear to all those who sabotage the system to benefit from that, that they have killed the goose that lays the golden egg. Finally killed the goose that lays the golden eggs. 2023 upcoming elections is very, very critical. It's actually the make or break elections, to be honest. It's the make or break elections. We don't get it right in 2023, like I said it last week, that may be the last chance. What will come after that is left to your imagination. What happens to failed countries? It is no longer a joke. We have terrorists and bandits running roughshod over the country as if they own it. Someone must have made them think they own it. Someone made them a promise. They said it as they attacked the train. That this was not the promise we were made. Made by who? We need to begin to think as Nigerians. The academic staff union of universities have been on strike since February. And students in federal universities have been at home since then. There is no conclusion, no resumption date. The real problem right now in Nigeria is the cessation of hope. Once there is hope, people keep chugging on. Once there's hope, people keep aspiring and driving on. But right now, hope is gone. When hope is gone, I must want history records. When the people are pushed to the wall and all hope is gone, they take matters into their own hands. 2023 is key. <laughs> Whoever comes in needs to totally overhaul the system in the country. And we need a visionary leader who can identify every single pressing problem. I was told by one of the presidential candidates that 97% of Nigeria's budget right now is spent servicing debt. And as we're going, it will soon be 101%, meaning we will begin to borrow money to service debt. <laughs> we need to make sure that whoever we vote into power has a track record, the capability of turning around situations this is not about ethnicity if you know someone who is still voting for ethnicity you need to call him to order it doesn't matter where this next president comes from what matters is can they fix do they have the ability to put together a team to fix what is in essence a systemic failure it's a hard talk it's depressing People are leaving the country in droves. Soon it will be a nation of old people and those who just couldn't leave. But I remember when Bashar M.K. Albiola was running for president on the platform of the SDP. Oh, everybody came out and voted. The young helped the old on their staffs to come out and vote. You don't have your PVC. Get it. Vote. Protect your vote. Talk to the people who can't think clearly. Vote the person who can solve the problems. What is your 2023 project? What are you going to do personally? Personally, beyond that one vote you're going to cast. I am doing something now. What will you do? What will you do? Are you spreading awareness? Are you talking to the people in your neighborhood? 
Are you carrying people to get their PVC? What exactly are you going to do? Are you setting up a PVC collection center in your church, your mosque, wherever? We did that in our church. 200 people collected their PVC within two, three hours. What are you doing? Everybody listening to this broadcast must decide there must be something I will do beyond casting one singular vote to make sure that the landscape of Nigeria changes. And this is without prejudice. So you're being a Nigerian or not being a Nigerian. You are protecting yourself. You don't want an influx of Nigerians into your country. You want to solve their problems for them. All hands must be on deck to prevent a global crisis. What will you do about 2023 when Nigeria decides? See you next week on Voice of Change. It's time for change.